Hi, listener. Here is another advice recap episode from five previous guests. The first guest's advice comes from Carrie in the 11th interview. She mentions Troy, who, as a reminder, is my sweet husband. Okay, enjoy the episode. Um, what would you say to someone like me who is um, preparing themselves for motherhood? I would say that 95% of motherhood is just instinct. Oh, okay. And it just comes when it needs to. And, you know, the Lord sends them to us little and really easy to take care of. And they just get a little tiny bit bigger every day. (laughs) And, you know, you don't just jump into the deep end of motherhood. You get to wait in. And so it's really not as scary as everybody makes it up to be. Even the growing the baby part is a little tiny thing at a time. So you get to start loving the baby tiny bits at a time. But let me tell you, the first time you hear that heartbeat, you're done. (laughs) And it's at that point that you just, you start figuring it out. And it is. It's just a wait in. You start waiting in. That's a relief. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because it feels, it feels so big. It feels like so much, but it doesn't have to be that. It's just a little. No, it's not. You're just waiting in. That's good. Thanks. And for Troy... First time he hears that heartbeat, he's done. But I found that if I bought a little Doppler to listen to the heartbeat at home, that helped dad connect better too. Because dad's dad's out here going, what baby? Uh I don't feel no baby. Yeah. (laughs) My life is just like it was yesterday. Uh So if dad can hear the heartbeat and connect with baby. It's a lot easier for him, too. Instead of just on birthday, you go, surprise, dad, here it is. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and he he'll be fine if that's it. But it's a little more scary that way. Sure. To help with the transition, the heart Mm -hmm. toppler. That's a good idea. Yeah. My kids loved it, too. They loved listening to to Sassy and Will's heartbeat. Aw. And they liked poking Will. (laughs) <laughs> they they would listen to his heartbeat and they'd poke him and get him to move so they could find his heartbeat again. And he had four <laughs> older siblings all poking him. <laughs> yeah. So. That's cute. That helps yeah, uh, older siblings just, adjust to a new baby coming. Yeah. Too. That's so sweet. 
So just remember you're wading in, you're not jumping. Whew, okay. And you got a lot of people around you that love you. That'll help you. That'll teach you how to get your baby to sleep 12 hours a night <laughs> by six weeks old. That would be amazing. <laughs> Next is Yesenia from the 12th interview. <laughs> oh, this is a tough one, right? Because the one thing I didn't really like was when people would try to give me advice on my parenting. I know. And here I am asking for it. <laughs> yeah. So I think my only advice that I can give you is just hold on. Because, girl, you just got to hold on because every day is something new. And your best teachers are other parents. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in other parents is your best teacher. And if you go asking for something, they'll give it to you. If you go asking anything to any parent, they'll let you know, you know. Like if you ask about breastfeeding, you better believe there's a mom out there. Oh, I see. Okay. That would yeah. give you advice. Gotcha. You know? Okay. If you ask about like diaper rash or if you ask about discipline, there's a parent out there that will answer for you. It's not always what you want to hear mm-hmm. or you'll be like, okay, next, you know, mm-hmm. but those are your best parents. Yeah. Well, look at me now. I'm all giving all a bunch of advice because you asked for it, right? So <laughs> now I'm going to give you a whole list of things. No. <laughs> So I think my thing is always believe in your kid and believe your kid. I think if you have that understanding, then they'll come to you with anything and everything. Next is Sarah from the 13th interview. And you know, I, what I would I know <laughs> this is going to sound funny because you're spending all this time to gather as much advice as you can get. Mm-hmm. And and my biggest advice is just don't listen to anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't stress. Kind of like I was talking about when we talked about the, the, the culture, but just it's really easy to get, to get super worried about is, is all. I think it just makes it so much more stressful if you're worried about what should be happening and what everyone else's kid is doing. And, and is this timing right? Are they, supposed to be you know are their teeth not coming like there's so many things you can worry about so many things you can worry but just try and focus on your child and your experience and seek help when you need it but like don't compare yourself to everyone else and what is happening and don't read too many books (laughs) (laughs) okay unless you know unless there's you have specific questions that you need. I mean, just don't get too caught up in what everyone else's experience is because your experience is yours. Unless you feel like something's really off, then obviously seek help. But your Mm -hmm. experience is your experience and it doesn't have to look like everyone else's. So trust yourself. Trust yourself to do it your way. I guess maybe that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Trust yourself to do it your way and make that work for you. That's great advice. Thank you. Yeah, I've heard other people say similar things that like, you know, motherhood is such a personal thing. You may have, there might be some things that are similar to what other people experience, but it's never going to be exactly the same as someone else. Even like from your experience as a mom versus your mom's experience of being a mom, like you're very similar people maybe, but 
you know, you're parenting in different time periods. So things are just oh, so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So good reminder. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Next is Liana from the 14th interview. I think it's one of those things where it is so easy for you to stress yourself out um, with the question of what if. And because I constantly go through the questions of what if. That I always have a plan A to like plan Z. And honestly, honestly, sometimes things don't always pan out the way that you wanted to, especially like with my twins. That was not how I plan on having more kids. We were planning on like three more years. <laughs> like, like it is one of those things where it is so easy to say, do not stress yourself, but it's one of the simplest things that you can say to yourself. Don't overthink it and don't stress yourself thinking that it has to be this way or it doesn't have to be this way. Um, because I know so many people who suffer, like who deal with, not suffer, but they deal with infertility and it's heartbreaking. And either they can't have kids at all and they find surrogacy to be their best option or adoption to be their best option. There are some people where neither of those are even an option for them, but they find ways to love others the same way that they could love a child. And I think it's one of those things where if we put, we put so much stress on ourselves as women, and if you put so much stress on yourself on yourself, that that's all that's going to happen. It's just going to be stress, 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 stress. And I know that probably better than anybody else. And so just knowing that whatever happens is what happens. And it, it is, it's part of a bigger plan outside of yourself, because I know even me, we had our twins and I had no idea that we were pregnant with them and it was my own body, but I know so many like couples and single like people who so desire to have children, but they can't yet for some reason. And I'm like, I'm listening there going, I feel so guilty because I have these two boys or these three boys that are super healthy. Two of them who I had no idea that I was even having. I didn't do the, all the stuff I did with our first son. And then I like, why do I have these two boys? Like, why do I have them when there are so many more people out there that are so willing to have it? And so I think even for yourself, like, do not rule out anything. Don't rule out anything and don't overthink it. Like, just allow yourself to be, allow yourself to enjoy whatever process you go through. And yeah, sometimes it might be heartbreaking. And sometimes it might be the easiest situation in terms of getting pregnant. But either way, whatever sort of thing you go through, um, you know that you will have more empathy and more sympathy for another person who's going through the same thing. And so that's what my dad always tells me. He's like, what's the lesson in the trial that you're going in? So when I was pregnant with the twins and I didn't know, People were constantly asking me if I was pregnant and we'd have to respond, I have a health issue. I have a pre-existing health issue. And I would tell my dad, I was like, I don't want to go outside because people are asking me 
when the babies do. And I'm not pregnant. Like, you know, I'm not pregnant. I know I'm not pregnant. Everyone around me knows I'm not pregnant. And my dad went, okay, what is the lesson that we can find within this trial? And ultimately we found out you, you don't just ask someone if they're pregnant and when the babies do, like, it's not cute. Like, don't do it. <laughs> Unless you know them really well <laughs> or like, like they're in your inner circle, like, just don't do it. Like, you just don't ask. You wait for them to tell you. Um, and I think that's the thing is that it's just whatever you end up going through personally yourself, you just look at the lesson that you're supposed to learn from it. And that's it. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really quickly. My experience is my experience. It does not happen to everyone. So if you do have a health issue and a health problem, please go see a doctor. Um, if you do suffer from depression, anxiety, please go see a therapist. If you have children and you are not connecting to your kids in a way that you would love to, please go see a therapist. I've done it. I've been doing it. I'm working on it still. And it's one of those things where you are not less of a person for doing so. And please know that like, it is one of those things where I will say that if you have a health issue or you have a health condition, like doesn't mean you're always going to be pregnant. My situation is like one out of a million very sort of stories. Yes. <laughs> it is very unique. And so don't think that this is going to happen to you because it may not always happen to you. <laughs> and so I don't want anyone to think like, oh my gosh, like my stomach's really hurting. Like, am I pregnant? It may not be that. Like, like that may not be the case and it may be a health issue and it may be that you are pregnant and either way, finding out the information that you need to and doing what you need to is the best thing. Also as well, just having somebody to talk to, it can be so challenging and so hard. And I know of so many people that have been cooped up at home with COVID and everything like that. If you have a friend that you know has been having challenging times you may not even know because I honestly don't even verbalize it that I I have difficulties and I have a lot of problems in terms of it um because like again like I said my boys are so close in age I don't always reach out to people and so if you can send a text to a friend or you can do something like that like that would mean the world to them they may not get back to you right away and please do not be offended by that it is sometimes they are processing information. And so that is, that is my biggest thing. And um, I think I will end on that note. <laughs> Next is Samantha from the 15th interview. I, I think I've, I mean, I've already said it, but um, one thing I wish that I had done more of with um, my beginning parenting is just to give yourself some grace especially with your first it's like really easy I don't know just to with each subsequent child I've gotten a little bit more chill about certain things and I think part of that is just experience but also like I know how fast it goes so I'm more okay with like letting go of the dishes or whatever you know like or cleaning it'll happen eventually and I will I'll be okay you know if the dishes are in there for another day 
Um, but also I, I wish someone had been like, you know what, you're doing the best you can on probably, well, for sure on less sleep than you need, you know, at least in the early years with early, I, I don't have teenagers, so I can't give advice that way, but just enjoy it as much as you can. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say like, it's kind of irritating when people come up to you and be like, Oh, they go so fast. You know, like you're like, I know <laughs> I'm well aware of this. Um, like it's hard to enjoy it all in the moment, but I guess living in the end, you know, like I was talking to someone about this recently, living in the and embracing the and of motherhood is hard and motherhood is amazing. You know, like there's this and in there and like acknowledging that, you can be having a hard day and still love being a parent, I guess. Because sometimes I'll feel guilty. Like I should be enjoying this moment right now when my child is screaming and won't sleep. And, you know, like laying on me is the only way that they'll sleep. You know, I should be enjoying this, but I'm so tired. <laughs> like just being okay and giving yourself that it's okay to be tired. It's okay to be exhausted. It's okay to not be thrilled that your child won't sleep. Or, you know, unless they're on you, which um, happened a lot with Piper. I don't know. I'm really bad at giving advice. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. I appreciate it's it. amazing. And I definitely recommend it if it's something that you think you want to do. But also just give yourself that, that grace and know that it's impossible to be perfect, but that you are the best person for that child. And that child is meant for you. So it's beautiful. Is there anything else you want to add before we say goodbye? Um, I guess with postpartum depression and anxiety, make sure that if you, if you feel at all, like something's not right, then you should just talk to somebody. There's not going to be any judgment with your doctor. At least, you know, like there's no shame, I guess, in getting help. And you won't feel that way forever. There are ways to get out of it. There are ways to be, you know, medications that can help you. There's or other ways, you know, that they, there's other strategies that can help you. So I guess that is my biggest thing for people that if you think you might be experiencing postpartum depression, then get help. And I know how hard it is to get help. <laughs> when you're depressed that's like the last thing you want to do so if you need to reach out to someone you're close to like a parent or your spouse and have them have them help you because I don't know if I personally would have been able to get some of the help I needed if I hadn't like told my husband and he was he was a lot of the go-between he like found me the therapist I needed he you know, found me the help I needed or my parents, my parents were there like, you know, no, this is, this is not normal. This is, uh, this is okay. You know, it's just, I don't know. Some people don't have that support system. So that's why I say if you reach out to like a healthcare provider, there's people out there that will help you. You don't have to do it by yourself and you don't have to feel that way. Yes. A very good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Very important to take care of not only your physical health, but your mental health. Yeah. Because it's all connected. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed this advice recap episode. 
It was very helpful for me to be reminded of these words of wisdom, and I hope it was for you too. I'd also like to echo Liana's and Sam's words to reach out to someone if you need help with your mental health. If you're not sure where to start and you are in the United States, you can call the 24-7 National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP or 1-800-662-4357. If you want to come on the podcast and share your experiences of being a mom, send me a message. I'd love to chat. You can reach out to me on the Laura Asks About Motherhood Facebook page or Instagram account. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Thank you.